Welcome to the Between the Dream Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Taylor Jr. Today is Monday, August 13th, 2018. I hope you all had a great, great weekend. If you are new to the podcast, thank you so much for tuning in. If you are returning, I want to thank you for supporting the show with your monthly subscription. It means the world to me. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, tap the link in this episode's description or you can visit anchor.fm slash Richard dash L dash Taylor dash junior to become a monthly supporter. Anchor is now making it possible for us to actually do donations to help continue to make these podcasts better and thrive. So if you're interested in donating and supporting, you can do so in that link. Before we get this episode started, I need to let you know that the Between the Dream podcast is brought to you by our sponsor at Fibersoul.com. Fibersoul is a shop for Christian streetwear that balances the latest styles and life-giving scripture. Fiber Soul is apparel that speaks life. And right now you can get 15% off of your first order using code Taylor15 at Fibersoul.com. Make sure you go ahead and do that. Guys, I am super excited about today's message. Now, for those of you all who follow the podcast, you know that I did the segment this past Friday talking about um, the aftermath of weight loss. One of the points that I gave in there was this idea of the fear of relapsing. And I did mention that I was going to actually take some time to make this a series because I think that relapse is a big fear for many of us in many areas of our lives. So today we're going to talk about the fear of relapsing when it comes to relationships, not just any type of relationships. I'm talking romantic relationships. I'm talking failed relationships, maybe a failed marriage, whatever the case might be. We are going to discuss this today and the choices that we've made. Many of us are in fear of maybe making that same choice again, maybe getting caught up in the wrong um, type of situation with the wrong person again, and you feel like you're wasting your time. We're going to discuss all of this today, right? And I just want you all to understand that before we get this episode started, there's no judgment here, okay? We all have made mistakes. We all have different things that we're trying to figure out. And a lot of our past, a lot of our childhood, a lot of the trauma that we've experienced early on actually does shape how we tend to view relationships as we grow. The examples that we have shape it. So I want you to understand that no one person is perfect. No relationship is perfect. And with that being the case, there is no judgment here. I don't care where you are. I want you to know that you deserve a very uh, fruitful and 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 love-filled relationship. And, and you need to go after that. You need to be able to have that. For those of you all that desire it, it's a good thing. And so I want to just encourage you with that. But we're going to go ahead and get this thing started. First and foremost, before I get into the points that I want to give you, guys, we know that the idea of relapsing and relapsing itself can be very detrimental. You've come super far. You've made a lot of great progress. You've done things to make sure that you are no longer the person that you once were. And with that being the case, what tends to happen is, is that you could be doing so well. And then when the opportunity presents itself for something new, for something fresh, there is that fear that comes up. And and, and if you don't believe me, I want to take this, uh, the time to go back to the gifts that were used and the memes that were used for for Kermit the Frog and Dark Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy and Dark Miss Piggy. These two really speak a lot to this because I've seen several of these memes that were geared towards relationships where good Kermit is like saying basically, oh, she's a good girl. 
treat her like a queen and then bad Kermit is like that's fine but break her heart right and so while we look at that as just a joke the reality is is that this is actually a struggle for many people they have overcome certain things in ways but the test of overcoming is now truly starting to show with the new relationship Right. For the Miss Piggy one, they show Miss Piggy like, oh, I love him so much. He's a great guy. Everything is going right. And then Dark Miss Piggy is like, show him your evil side. Show him you're crazy. Like we've got to understand that while we've made jokes out of this, this is actually a real life thing for so many people. And it's something that I think we need to address. I personally believe that this does speak to the fear of relapsing. And sometimes we laugh at our pain to kind of get through. But we need to actually address these things because I think if we can address them, what we can then do is actually start to move ahead, move forward and walk out a different type of life style, not having to worry about being the same way that we were before. So listen, let's get into this. We've all made mistakes, right? We've all chosen the wrong ones from time to time. Many of us have been in the space where we maybe not just one time, but continue to choose the wrong one. Maybe you're the person who feels like, yo, every relationship I get in, I feel like I'm always attracting the crazy ones. I feel like I'm always attracting the ones with baggage. I'm attracting the ones with issue issues, whatever the case might be, right? And many of us, I think from choosing the wrong one and not paying attention, we have all at some point in time, even if it's just a small bit, have acted out of character when it comes to our, our daily living, our lifestyle, maybe our responses compared to how we normally would act if it wasn't for this wrong person being on the other side of this, pulling something out of us that shouldn't be pulled out in the first place, right? So this is going to be the ground that we sit on. And that's why I say there's no judgment because we've all done it, right? Now, look, one of the things that we've got to understand is that during these times of choosing the wrong person or doing things the wrong way, we tend to find ourselves giving someone the best parts of us and allowing them to gain control. This, I think, is where we start to see us acting out of character because of the fact that we've given a piece of our heart, we've given our body, we've given our mind and our soul over to this person in certain capacities. And when we do this, we've kind of started to relinquish some of that power over to them. So when they say and do things that hurt us, we start to respond in ways that we normally wouldn't. Some of us start to become verbally abusive. Some of us kind of get physical. Like if we can be completely honest, like I said, there's no judgment. I want to talk about this though, because this is what happens when we don't pay attention to what we're giving early on in the relationship. And then when it's too late, we do things that we have never done before because we've relinquished our power over and we haven't paid attention and we've kind of lost track of our identity and then also who we've become. So stay with me as we get ready to dive deeper. Maybe, just maybe, right? Because this is that's the first part. We talk about this idea of the person doing us wrong. But as we dive deeper, maybe you were the wrong one, right? Maybe you were the one who is the dead weight in the relationship. Or maybe you're the bad apple. Maybe you're the person that is bringing out the bad in somebody else. Like, we can't sit up here and talk accountability. And we cannot sit up here and talk about being better without truly addressing our faults in the matter. Without addressing who 
we are and some of the look, the toxic ways that we have. We have got to be honest about this because we're not just getting into relationships and the person on the other end is the only wrong one. No, we do some things as well that we have to be able to take account for our, our wrongdoings, too. Right. So with that being said, look, how do we avoid making those same mistakes now that we've changed? And, and what do you mean now that we've changed? Many of you all I've talked to you. You message me after these podcast episodes. Many of you all who I've met, uh, whether at speeches or maybe you've read my books, whatever the case might be. I get messages from people all the time talking about how they have started this this journey to healing or maybe they've overcome or whatever the case might be. And as many people talk about this, I'm excited because they talk about how they've let old ways go and they've done things differently and they've got to a point where they find themselves. But then one of the things, and this isn't just relapse with relationships, but people afraid of relapsing in general. And like I said, we are going to touch on some other topics that have to do with relapsing, but specifically in the form of relationships, I have heard people talk about this time and time again, afraid that maybe they will choose the wrong one once again. Maybe they will attract the wrong one once again. Maybe they will become the wrong one once again. This is a legitimate fear. This is a legitimate fear, and I'm not going to take away from it. I'm not going to downplay it because this is real. Many of us don't want our time wasted. You are too old to constantly be playing around trying to figure out whether or not Kiki loves you or not. You at the point now where you like, look, I need to know that you love me so that we can do what we need to do so we can grow, so we can build, and so that we can flourish together, right? I get it. So with that being the case, you want to make sure that you are making the right decision on the person that you're giving your heart to. You want to make sure that you are making the right decisions when it comes to your actions and no longer being the toxic person person that ruins a relationship, a relationship. My God, the S's and the H's are getting to me today and I cannot talk, but it's all good because we're going to get through this. So look, how do we avoid making the same mistakes Now that we have taken the time to invest into ourselves, now that we've taken the time to learn from our mistakes, and now that we've taken the time to try and heal, recover, and grow. Let's jump into these six points and I'm done. The first thing that you've got to do is start protecting your gateways, your eye gates, your ear gates, and your mouth specifically. What did I say? Eyes, ears, mouth. See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. You have got to start protecting what you put out, but also what you take in. Why is this important? Because when we talk about relapsing in the form of relationships, there are certain things in your past that you have seen, that you have heard, and that maybe touched your lips in some way, shape, or form. Maybe you spoke it. Maybe it was gossip that went in through your ear and then you turned around and spoke, whatever the case might be, there are some things that your eyes have laid itself on. And with that being the case, it speaks to the parts of you that speak to your distractions and your temptations. It speaks to the parts of your flesh that want to reel you back into areas that will keep you trapped, that will draw you back in. It literally speaks to the very thing that can be the open doorway that would lead to a relapse. There are, are look, maybe it's, it's a certain movies, maybe it's certain people. Look, we got to even be careful when it comes to the 
stuff that we're taking in and ingesting on social media. Some of the stuff that these comedians puts out when it comes to relationship jokes and everything else, it's cute for the moment. But what happens when the very joke starts to speak to an insecurity that you thought you were over? What happens when the very joke starts to speak to a situation that really took place in your life? And while it was meant for giggles, it really turned into a space where now the doorway is reopened and now you are starting to look come on you are resting on the very thing that you thought you overcame the very thing that hurt you you have now opened the door to again and you have started a new cycle you have got to start protecting your eye gates and protecting your ear gates and even protecting the things that you say it is that important when we talk about no longer wasting time and trying to make sure that we don't relapse into bad relationships once again. My second point from you for you is that you've got to be okay with fleeing from temptation. Listen, I wrote it like this. It's okay to run away. Sometimes, look, we feel like, oh, well, I can't do that. I got to show myself to be strong. I got to stand up. No, sometimes you literally turn your back and you get to look. Don't even don't don't jog. Run. Get, get completely away from it. Sprint as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. Man, that rhymed. I'm look, that's gonna be my next venture. I'm gonna become a freestyle artist soon. Really, just watch me. But seriously, you have got to be able to just run away from certain things that no longer deserve your time or attention. You don't need to take the time to argue with it. You don't need to take the time to break it down and try to get to here and understand your side or your point. You have to be able and willing to completely turn your back on it, run away from it, and never look back. My third point for you. You've got to start encouraging yourself. And listen, you aren't crazy for speaking life into yourself. What do I mean? When I say encourage yourself, I mean just that. Sometimes you got to be your biggest cheerleader. Sometimes you got to talk to you and say, you know what? You can do this. You don't look, you're no longer this person. You aren't look, you aren't worthless. You aren't insignificant. You aren't a screw up. You aren't the person that you used to be. Yes, you cheated before, but you will not wear the label in the title as a cheater. You look, come on, you have got to be able to speak to yourself and you're not crazy for encouraging you to be better. So look, that is my third point for you. Encourage yourself. My fourth point, you've got to set a new standard. You've got to be able to set a new standard. One of the easiest ways to avoid relapsing into relationships from your past or relapsing into new relationships that will emulate your past is by being able to set a standard well before you ever jump into anything. Being able to set a new standard where you look, you know what you will and won't allow, you know what you do and don't deserve, and you know the things that led you into bad spaces before that caused you to make bad decisions and be a toxic individual. You've got to start making and setting those standards and living by them and being okay with it. This way, when you do this, what happens now is that you can make better decisions because your standard is different. So you're not looking for the same thing that you had before. You're starting to pay attention to more than the things that distracted you from from only seeing certain parts of that person. You've got to start setting a standard when it comes to understanding long-term, not just the quick hit it and quit it type of relationships, not the one-night stands. I'm 
talking, what does it take? What are you looking for when it comes to something beneficial, when it comes to something that won't just strive, but that will actually thrive when it comes to a lifelong partnership, when it comes to real life hashtag relationship goals, what standards are you setting that will help you to no longer look at the relationships the way that you did before, but now walk into a newness to where you can identify every fruitful thing and then every bad fruit as well. My fourth point for you, I'm sorry, my fifth point for you is you've got to start setting boundaries. With standards come boundaries. You've got to be able to stand up for yourself and know in the space what you will and won't allow. Look, Steve Harvey talked about that whole 90 day waiting period. Listen, you are more than somebody's probationary period at a job. You've got to be able to set boundaries that work for you. So look, if you want to be able to close yourself off when it comes to not giving yourself physically, because this is, and look, I'm going to just go ahead and shoot from the hip with this real quick. Why am I bringing this up? Because as great as sex can be, one of the things that we've got to understand definitely in the space of relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend, before you get married, one of the, and even for some married folks who didn't pay attention, one of the things that you got to understand is that while sex is good, sex can complicate things because what it does is put you in a position to where you are paying attention to what's physically taking place, but it's also got you in a euphoric high that you are no longer paying attention to everything else that is taking place around you. What do I mean you're so caught up sometimes in the sex with the person that you have started to freely allow some of their nonsense and baggage to spill out and not paying attention to the fact that it is now making a home in your heart sometimes we start to have sex with folks we give ourselves to them we open ourselves up to them but what we're not realizing is that we've been so caught up in how they've made us feel physically that we haven't paid too much attention to the fact that now their spirits are starting to intertwine and what's happening to us we're accepting nonsense that will soon become a detriment to the relationship and then it becomes a thing after a few weeks after a few months where we say oh I never realized this about this person they showed you early on but your mind was caught up in something else that you had no business being in because you didn't get a chance to test the fruit to see what kind of fruit this tree was bearing you got caught up in the feel of the tree and not the fruit of it. My sixth and final point for you is that you've got to seek the heart and check your heart as well. You've got to be able, look, when you're setting standards and boundaries, so you won't have to relapse. So you won't have to go through a bad relationship again. So you won't have to go through another failed relationship, another failed marriage. You have got to start setting standards. You've got to start setting the boundary and then you've got to check your heart but then also check the heart of the person that you think you might be giving yourself to. You have got to do this because when you can have though, and look, and I'm not just talking about one or two, you got to have consistent heart checks, making sure that you look all of the hard work that you put in doing your singleness after you got your heart broken, after you did all of this, you have got to make sure that you are still investing that type of, of energy, that type of commitment to yourself and then into the relationship as it goes and grows and flourishes because 
when you can do that, what you have now done is checked all emotions at the door. You've checked all feelings at the door. You've checked all thoughts. You've checked lifestyles at the door. And you know what you have entering and exiting at any and all times. When you do this, guys, you can ensure that you will not be relapsing and that you can walk into a very fruitful passionate and loving relationship that you can truly receive the best when it comes to love. That's my encouragement for you today. Guys, we all deserve love. We all deserve something good and we've got to be able to seek it. We've got to be able to go after it and we've got to be able to know ourselves in the space and know how to handle it. But that comes, I get it. The relapse, the fear of relapsing is so real But this comes truly with us being able to be strong in the standards we set, the boundaries we set, and having a true understanding of our our identity. So if you find yourself in a position of singleness right now, if you find yourself in a space where you are finding you, continue to do that. But be adamant in doing that when you're doing it. Take the time, because like I said, the thing is that even though people have hurt you, the reality is, is that when we're not careful because we're all human, we're susceptible to certain things as well. We all have toxic ways that need to be dealt with. One of the beautiful things that I love about my marriage with my lovely wife, Delina, is that more and more I'm getting to see people talk about how marriage is hard. Oh, marriage is it's, it's a challenge. It's a test. It's hard. Here's the I'm going to give you. And I'm going to say this because I don't want I I hate it when people get scared of the idea of marriage because they think it's hard. The hardest parts about marriage don't really come from the idea of having to deal with someone else. It's the dealings with someone else that calls you to see everything that you need to work on. It's the dealings that cause you to start breaking certain habits and ways that you have while dealing with someone else. Marriage is only as hard as we make it because many of us start to fight the very thing that God is trying to get us to break. And that's not the other person. It's ways of ourself. It's being able to walk in grace. It's being able to walk in honesty and truth. It's being able to walk in love and forgiveness. These are the very things that our human nature, our flesh fight so much. This is why folks say, oh, marriage is hard. It's hard because what it does is cause us to check our emotions in uncomfortable situations with the very person that we've dedicated ourselves to. And it's not their fault. It's one of the things that we have got to learn to do so that we can be better. And while the person is doing the same thing on their side, we learn, we grow and we flourish together. Ladies and gentlemen, you're not losing a life. You're not failing. You're simply between the dream. What is between the dream? It's not just the title of this podcast. It's not just the title of my books. Between the dream is a way of life. The point between your present moment and your promise is your process. Between the dream is the process. When you embrace your process, you embrace your progress. And when you embrace your progress, you can walk into every promise, every purpose, and every plan meant for your life. There's no need to fear relapsing when it comes to your relationships. There's no need to fear because you are on the right path. And if you can take these six steps, very simple, look, very, very easy to implement. 
and just be consistent with them. It's going to help you so much in the long run. Make sure you visit my website, richardtaylorjr.com. There you'll find my merchandise. You'll find books. Guys, don't forget, you can also support this podcast by donating now as well. Follow me on Instagram, Jr. Twitter, at TrulyTaylorMade, and Facebook, Richard L. Taylor Jr. I love you all, guys. I want to see you win in everything you do, even though I don't know you personally. I want to see you win. You deserve that. That's God's calling for your life to win and to help others in the process. Talk to you all next time. Peace.